Welcome back, Panther fans. I'm David Brown, along with Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. And nobody else. And this is State of Atlanta. We'll, we'll, we'll make do. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> and so the mad scramble for uh, another guest uh, d- did not come up with anybody, or was there not, in fact, a mad scramble? I did not put a lot of effort into finding someone to replace Tim this week uh, while he's at the United game, because obviously... He prefers professional soccer over Georgia State. Oh, I didn't realize he was still like in town. Like, just oh yeah, yeah. Just, no, he's just, just at the, ripping on he, us. He did the soccer game down at Mercedes Benz. So, uh, yeah. couldn't he just do it from there? Maybe a little loud. I don't know how, I don't know how well the reception was going to be. Would be there, but eh, uh, <laughs> you never know until you try. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so uh, I guess the show will be a third of the length. Right, we'll only go forty minutes this week. Oh boy, uh, we can hope we can we can make it that long. I, I don't really like you very much, so it's going to be weird. No, I'm just okay, kidding. Now you, now you don't like me. That's where we're going. <laughs> I just it figure I can I can uh, I can talk crap right now, uh, and, and it works. So there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had uh, uh, three championship uh, games, or I guess three championship conference championships going on over the weekend. Georgia State made it to two championship games in both uh, beach volleyball and in uh, men's tennis. Wait, like the final, like the finals? Is that what you mean by a championship game? Yep, the championship game. Right. Uh, so golf is still going on right now, but we're out. Uh, but beach volleyball and men's tennis made it to the championship game. Beach volleyball is a little bit different. I don't know how that whole program operates, but there was like a, I think there was eleven teams in, in conference, and they broke it up into two different. I say divisions, I guess they call them groups, a blue group and an aqua group. Somehow we were first seed in the blue group, even though there were teams ranked higher than us, like nationally, conference wins or something, I guess, maybe. Anyhow, we played for the championship of the blue group and lost, and I don't think that the winner goes on to play the aqua group at all. (laughs) Okay, so you just have two champions, blue and aqua? I guess so, yeah. (laughs) All right. <clears throat> whatever, man, whatever. Uh, that, that doesn't make any sense. I, I, I say whatever, but uh, that's that's confusing. Don't it you want no the best team put, in the nation? Having It makes no sense having put very, very little effort into what actually went on. So that's yeah. just what I gathered from my <laughs> limited research in the whole thing. We're probably just totally wrong about this. And I'm, oh, I'm, I'm sure, just counting I'm sure. on you. So I've done even less research because I'm just <laughs> I'm just depending on you. <laughs> Well, there, okay. No one should ever rely on me. We're My wife doesn't even rely on me. So <laughs> I'm very unreliable. Like when, when they give like the, you know, if you could name some, give five words to describe somebody when they're describing me, unreliable is definitely at the top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. you, most of, uh, most of the plans that I make with you involve either this podcast or going to drink and eat tacos. And you're pretty reliable on both of those fronts. Yeah. If I, if you dangle a beer in front of me, I will tend to follow like yeah. that. <laughs> that would work. Okay, the old, old cartoon stick with a beer in front of it. I'd run. Yeah. I'd run a marathon. No doubt about it. <laughs> Until I passed a place that had beer, and then I would just run inside of there. And then you're like, oh wait, there's more in there. Exactly. I don't know if this one. it out in front of me. So <laughs> no, but so uh, the conference championship that they beat. I think they. I guess they had a first round bye, and they beat Southern Miss five zero, and then they beat uh, number twelve FIU four to one. All right. Good, and then they lost to FAU. Uh, one to three, which is a team we'd actually beaten back in March. So, is this like single, single elimination though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. single elimination. That's crazy. Or, or maybe it's double elimination, but because we made it to the championship, there's no 
no other game uh, to be played. So uh, um, I don't know. I, when I was looking at this stuff today, again, I don't understand anything about uh, beach fly ball the way that operates. Uh, Southern California is number one nationally with a 23 and two record. We're 23 and 13, which means we've played 11 more games. Like that's a lot of more games. So we have exactly the number of wins. So (laughs) exactly, exactly. Maybe being California, maybe they didn't play like they, maybe they didn't start their season as early because of the COVID stuff or something. Uh, Yes. I don't understand how that worked, but either way, we did move up in the national rankings from uh, 19 to 17. I don't know if that will change because of if, like USC and other schools are playing more games or whatever. But I think right, you got to say when you play for a conference championship, you want to win it. But either way, still probably a pretty good season, all things considered, uh, for this year for the for the Sandy Panthers, right? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. So when I was doing some more uh, looking into, I actually did re- do some research. So Coach uh, uh, Beth Van Fleet, she's one, she's a Georgia State alum and like a record holder in volleyball here and uh, pretty much well known nationally in the, the beach volleyball game. So we have a pretty good coach and I guess yeah. it's it's paying dividends on the, on the sand. So. <laughs> and and she was our she's been our coach since the very beginning, I think. Right. <clears throat> she was if I read right, I think she was an assistant coach the very first year and oh, okay. overhead coaching the very next year. Uh, but uh, again, I'm unreliable. Don't trust that what's 100 unreliable yeah. so hopefully she plans on sticking around for quite a long time and uh continues doing stuff we're doing uh, well with the program so cool well, that's what we always we always want to see like our our alum come back and and uh you know coach and stuff like that i, I think our our uh our dream is you know nick arbuckle coming back right as a coach absolutely <laughs> he no. was basically a coach while you played here anyway so uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, well, any kind of quarterback is. Yeah, so uh, Alexa says in the comments here, the Ferrari sisters, I, I'm pronouncing it Ferrari. I, I mean, if my name was spelled that way, I'd pronounce it Ferrari as well. Yeah. yeah twin sisters are on a team from Marietta, and they were killing it on the court, uh, the, the beach, the sand uh, this weekend. <laughs> uh, they were in all of the all the write-ups. They were just you know, killing it. So, yeah, they are doing awesome. And I think they're freshmen, so, you know, got them around for you know, several years. So All right. Yeah. Bays off there. Uh, when does that season about- start back? Do you know? Do you know what what that looks like? I'm assuming it wouldn't start back until you know, uh, was it February or March of of this past of next year or when it started this year? So it's only two months. I don't know. Why are you asking okay, questions? I'm just cu- I'm just curious because I'm I'm sad that I missed out and uh, I want to rectify that asap. And uh, you know, if it's next February. It looks like we started everything. Uh, February twenty seventh was the first game this season. So, um, uh, oh yeah. So Alexis, back to the Ferrari sisters. Uh, highest winning percentage by a duo in history. So GSU history. She corrected, but uh, yes. yeah, GSU history. But yeah, that, that's awesome. I mean, it's not a long history, but we'll take it. Record. Yeah, we'll long. take it. Yeah. Uh, it, that, that's the one problem about beach volleyball is the way they do the whole scheduling is it's all these like little tournaments all over the place but we only host two of them we have that great facility downtown and we only host two a season and a lot of time this was actually not that bad of a season because they had some like over the weekend but i know in previous years when i've tried to go there was like a, a tuesday wednesday thing or something and it was yeah. as easy to go to but i had a lot of fun when i went to that one and hopefully can you know go back next year obviously I took you know daughter with me and she enjoyed it she enjoyed playing with the other kids there more but uh 
That's Just fine. Like, Whatever it takes, you know, and then you can, you can keep a side eye and everything worked out. Yeah, like food trucks, they need like a booze truck that can pull up right next to it, and you can yeah, just bring booze, man. What are they gonna? I mean, you know, just just bring a um, you know, a flask or something. It is an easy in and out policy. There's no tickets, so uh, make your way back to the car. Just throw a, put a cooler right on the street outside. Cool. Fill up your water bottle. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, leave a cooler full of booze on a, on a street downtown Atlanta. I'm sure it'll be there when you come back. Just put a sign on it that says like "Not for you." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the candy at Halloween. Like take one piece and move along. <laughs> Open the door back up, and the whole thing's emptied out. <laughs> if you're still here when I get back, I'll just give you one. Yeah, yeah. I guess you get the little eight ounce Bud Light cans, so that you know if they take them, they don't take that many of them. No, no. <laughs> Because then you have to drink Bud Light. Uh, one thing you're talking about, uh, I agree with, was about you know wanting to get um, former players to come back. I mean, that's the way I feel about across you know any school that if you get an opportunity to be a coach in your alma mater, that's got to be you know the highlight, right? I mean, especially if your uh, college is one of the bigger programs that pay the gobs and gobs of money. But just in general, being able to go back to your alma mater to coach, that's that's got to be a bucket list thing for anybody that goes into coaching. You'd hope that it would it would weigh heavily, but yeah, I mean, I guess if if you had a choice between like Georgia State or Alabama, uh, you know, I hope I would hope Nick Arbuckle would do the right thing and pick us, but I would doubt that he would do it. Right, I would assume that uh, his uh, stint at Georgia State is what would get him hired at Alabama as their coach. Yeah, <laughs> that's well. I guess that might be true. <laughs> when it comes to state, any, any, uh... I'm getting things a little out of order. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Whatever, man. Dream big. Dream big. Dream big. Uh, then men's tennis was the other team that played in a championship, you know, here in Atlanta of Peachtree City hosting the championship. <laughs> you, I feel like uh, every week you, you find a different way to try to word that and make it, you know, make sense. But it, it just won't. It no, won't make sense. Is. Nothing okay, about it. Has all, the, all their little neighborhoods and everything. You've got your, your Edgewoods and your old Fourth Ward and your Summer Hill. And yeah, we think we you just have Peachtree City ATL. That's you know an hour. Yeah, Peachtree City is not a neighborhood in Atlanta. <laughs> it's it's a it's a little island. It's like how the Philippines are a territory of the United States. It's just a little it's, territory of Atlanta down in uh, South Georgia or Central Georgia. I mean, I'm I, I get confused every time I leave the perimeter and I don't have to you know show a passport. So, oh, you're one of those IT peers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Going to Marietta and you're like, what time do flights leave to Marietta? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, can I just do this, or do I need you to find like a nature trail and like get over the wall? Like, what, what do we got to do here? You grew up OTP. You yeah. went to school OTP. Yeah, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I grew up OTP, and I don't see any problem going to Roswell or Alpharetta or Marietta or whatever. Now you start getting to Lawrenceville and Gainesville. I didn't want to go there when I lived in Roswell. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different beast. So. Uh, yeah, but men's men's tennis, they played, they made it to the championship game and they lost to South Alabama. And they went back and took a, a, a look at their seasons past. And apparently South Alabama is kind of like our kryptonite in men's tennis championships. We play in the championships uh, uh, and lose to them, I should say, quite often. But we lost to USA in 2019 and 2018. There was no 2020 season because COVID sucks. Uh, we beat them in the championship in 2017. So that's literally... Four four championships in a row we've played against South Alabama and we only beat them in one of them. So that's that that sucks, man. But I guess South Alabama has to be good at something. 
right? <laughs> but apparently, like we talked about last week with women's tennis, about how that had been historically good and, you know, has fallen off over the past couple of years. Men's tennis has been gangbusters for a while and continues. Like we won the Sun Belt the very first year we joined the conference. And, All right. You know, played the conference championship the past four, you know, games they had. So, and, and we're, we're making the tournament. The, uh, I don't know, making it to the game. I don't know what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Anyhow, men's tennis is good. I didn't realize their men's tennis was a good program. So hopefully they I mean, I'll right. take it. I'm not, I'm not that interested in tennis. I I've considered like taking it up because it's a cheap uh, and easy to, to do exercise, but I'm not very interested in watching it. I don't know. I have a hard time watching it myself. I had a buddy of mine trying to get me into it, watching Wimbledon or whatever that stuff's called once. And I, did you look up the grass courts? No, look, I forgot all about that till just now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should. It's, it, it actually is is kind of cool looking. Uh, that it, it, and it's straight up grass. I mean, all right, cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Fun stuff. <laughs> I guess we're gonna lose people, man. We're gonna lose them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Congrats to the men's team for making the championship. Hopefully, we can get over the the South Alabama hump again next year. Yeah. Uh, while we're talking about the other sports. Uh, <laughs> Baseball uh, played today, just finished a 14-inning game against Walford here in Atlanta, or in Panthersville at least. Uh, so was there any scoring in those extra innings, or was it all just 0-0-0-0? It was 0 uh, 0 and then in the 14th inning, I posted about the game going on in our uh, our Patreon chat. And as soon as I did that, Walford came back and scored to take a, a 3-2 lead. So I'm like, of course, I just jinxed the whole game by by sharing with people and going to the bottom of the 14th. We tied up. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, Trey Horton, first career college at bat, uh, hits a, a RBI single to, awesome. win, to win the game for us. So, nice. Yeah. That's the way. That, that's the way you get your first at bat is by. Heck uh, yeah, man. His, his, stats, his stats must be off the charts. I think it's a thousand. I think his batting average is a thousand right now. <laughs> that's pretty good, man. That's exciting. Yeah, it's good. I mean, which is we needed because we were actually coming off of that was a you know we lost all four games that we played last week since our well since we last talked. I don't know what the streak was, um, but uh, it is, is is Wofford SoCon like the F- FCS SoCon? I I don't know. They're just right. I, I don't pay attention to that kind. Of, you pay attention to that kind of stuff. I used to, and I sort of remember when Georgia Southern was leaving them to come up to us, um, that being a decent baseball league. Right, right, yeah. Um, so it's not like a, it's not like we beat a bunch of scrubs in 14 innings. We we probably beat a decent team. Right, of course. Yeah, agreed, agreed. We had, had lost to Mercer brutally 4-17 to 17 last week, and then again, South Alabama, who is number one in conference, and we lost all three games in the series down there. I also feel like Mercer's got our number. I, I don't know how, but it just feels like they do beat us like all the time and everything. Yeah, I wonder if there's anything to do with it. I mean, Mercer and Georgia State are two different types of universities, but is there Mercer's a private like, school, right? May, maybe the, the Mercer kids are you know mad they didn't get recruited by Georgia State or they kind of take it a little personal or there's some kind of rivalry type thing going on. But yeah, Mercer yeah. tends to have our number in, in a lot of sports a lot yeah. of time. It's weird. It's definitely weird. Hopefully, like, if we uh, are we playing them in football any any time at all? Do you know if there's any kind of contract there or? I don't think we have them on our schedule uh, whatsoever at all. I, I'd um, imagine we'd win that one, but uh, you know, I, I never take any FCS team. 
I don't I don't want to ever bet on Georgia State when it comes to an FCS team. I know. I know. It's <laughs> always scary. Yeah, I'm looking at our our future schedule. Uh, no Mercer on there no at Mercer. all. All right. We don't we don't even have Kennesaw State scheduled again. And we have games scheduled out all the way through 2030. I think it's a shame. I think we should play those teams, but you know, whatever. I, I get why you wouldn't want to schedule those. You know, it's one of those kind of games where, you know, it, it, that's their Super Bowl and that's our just, you know, warm up type game. Uh, but I agree with you. I, I Just like Georgia used to play Southern every four years. And I think Tech played every four years, played Southern when those were the only schools here. Uh, just as kind of like a little pity thing to let, let the fans have a chance to go up to Athens or something. Yeah. Um, I, I think we should, I think we should do the same thing. I think we should play Kennesaw every four years. I don't know why it was four years. I don't know. That was a, that was a thing though. Um, but I don't want to play Kennesaw state every single year. I don't want to play Mercer every single year. Maybe every, every two years or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah, every you know, two years play do Mercer, play. then Kennesaw, then Mercer, then Kennesaw or something, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that bothers me about all, all those conversations is, uh, you know, people people are like, oh, well, we're not good enough to 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 get on their schedule yet, and then and then once we're good, they're like, oh, well, they're too scared to put us on their schedule. I'm like, well, it's one or the other, guys. Like, he, there's not some sweet spot in between. Like, they're just gonna, it's it's all about money. Who cares? They they're gonna schedule us or they're not gonna schedule us. They yeah. and they should they should just schedule the local team. I agree. I, I I would be okay with that. I I don't want to play Southern ever again just because uh, they are really beneath us. But I would like to play. Uh, I think be, I think it makes sense to play Kennesaw State and wait, who's Georgia, beneath us? Georgia Southern. <laughs> okay, they're in our conference, man. <laughs> in a conference we don't belong in. Uh, all right, <laughs> we're all right. better than. No, I'm cool. I'm cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got a we have a listener Let, question let's not, here. Let's not. Oh, uh, come on. Let's not, let's not do uh, this. Tim Thurber calling in straight from uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium uh, would be like to play a game in the Benz. Uh, would we like to play a game in the Benz? I don't Yeah, maybe he's having a lot of fun at, at – who calls it the Benz? Don't we call it the Merc? Isn't it the Merc? I try to call it the Merc and it didn't like catch on. I think the Benz got more really? of uh, the, the name. But no, uh, would you want to play uh, one of our games in Mercedes-Benz Stadium? I, I don't care to do that. It had to be the right game. Like if, actually, if we did like a um, like a Chick Fil A kickoff there or something, I'd be in. But um, we're not going to get invited to that anytime soon. So we I'm had an opportunity sure. with Tech when Tech was looking for their extra game. Yeah, no, Tech at the at, at the Merc would be fantastic. Um, you know, Tim Tim uh, added on maybe Southern and and no, my vote is no. Uh, uh, we play them at home in away game. If Southern wants to play their away game at Mercedes, yes. like, yeah, I don't really want them yeah. to have that. I don't want them to have home field at uh, Mercedes Benz. Either. Nope, that's fine. Nope, that's fine. They wouldn't have. A, it wouldn't be. I mean, it'd be. It'd still be split. It'd still be half and half. I know, so, but I just mean like it'd be considered a home game. Like, I don't care. I, I mean, that's just a that's a notch on a piece of paper that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's if, like um, if you want to be part of the show, then you should actually just be here and just, say, show, like, just show up dude. typing in questions online. I'm uh, glad you Thursday, I guess our Friday night uh, Chick Fil A kickoff game. I'd be super down for that. I'd be, I'd be <sighs> to play on a Chick Fil A game. Absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah, but like you said, Ryan, there's just we're not there. Well, they do. They'll do two every now and again, but they're still all P five games you know i mean and, and sometimes it's not good p5 teams they'll put like purdue or something stupid in there or like virginia tech well, they, they, put, they put duke versus alabama 
Yeah, it's like, uh, who cares about this game? This is a bad kickoff. <laughs> yeah, I think outside of uh, the Falcons, the Alabama has probably played more football games in Mercedes-Benz Stadium than any other team. That might, that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably they're, true. They're always scheduled there. Like Between the SC Championship and the kickoff games, they're always yeah. Like when I had um, Super Bowl tickets when they were in it, and I'm like, I can't sell these tickets because like there's – like. Mercedes-Benz fatigue out of Alabama fans because they're like we anybody that's wanted to go see a Bama game in Mercedes-Benz Stadium has gone and seen it. It's, yeah, there's was no, it uh, a national championship? Were they in that one too, or probably? I mean, probably. Maybe it was SEC championship. I'm talking about. I, yeah, I mean, there was a national championship too, though, and and I would I I thought it was like Alabama Notre Dame or somebody. I think. Oh yeah, one of those games where Notre Dame had no business being in. No, it, no, because Notre Dame. I don't remember. I don't remember, man. I, don't, it doesn't I just, I, I'm just wondering if they were there for the national championship that was in, in uh, the Merc. Probably. Anyway, yeah, I mean, data's on on their side on that one because they they're in like every single one for the right. last like ten years. Yeah. Anyway, enough about Alabama. Let's get back hey, to Georgia State. Woo. Uh, yeah, State. So, you know, the, the baseball team. They, uh, you know, they won the big game uh, or that the 14 inning game today. So that's awesome. They head out to Coastal, or they head out. We're hosting Coastal Carolina, who's supposed to be the, the the big dog in the conference for baseball, and they are square in last place in conference. Well, maybe that's what we have to expect for football next season. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's where they belong. Right. <laughs> so they, well, they, they actually break out baseball into divisions, east and west, because there are you know, all, 12, all 12 schools play. Uh, and so Coastal's last in the east. We're one notch above them in the east. Uh, but I looked at the record, and if they did not break it out in divisions, Coastal would be last place overall. Right on in conference, so that's fun. Uh, and we play, so we play them. Hopefully, that's a chance for us to get some wins. And they are. I mentioned this last week. They're doing a celebration for former uh, uh, baseball coach Mike Hurst, who passed away earlier this year uh, on Saturday's game. They're doing a whole like hours of thing, like a gathering at one thirty, celebration of life at two, uh, some baseball in and out thing. It's not in and out burgers. I think we figured that one out, but um, right. Uh, I vaguely remember that from last week. Right, right. So, um, yeah, that's going on this weekend. Hopefully, that goes over well. And I kind of want to go, but I don't know if I'm welcome back after last time I went. So, I'm sure you are. Whatever. Keep an eye out for me. I'm sure. There's no heckling, man. No heckling, which is absurd at a sporting event. I don't. I don't get it, but. I, I don't get it. I don't know. That was Isn't that what you did? That's what you did, right? You were heckling? Go back OTP where they belong. I, I'm pretty sure baseball is another sport where you're supposed to, you know, like, hey, batter, batter, batter. Like, yeah, you're supposed I, to heckle. All seen Ferris, that, maybe that's what I should just do. Uh, just do the Ferris Bueller stuff the entire time. Like, <laughs> what was that movie with a kid in it? It's like the rookie of the year or something like that. And he's like, you know, batter's got a big or pitcher. Pitcher's got a big butt. Pitcher's got a big <laughs> butt. <laughs> just take yeah. every movie quote that's uh, heckling in baseball and do that. Just, yeah, just have the script and just go for it. Yeah, yeah. There's probably some things from Bill Durham I could probably not get away with saying. And if some, if some, if somebody's like, if somebody starts getting on to you for, you'd be like, look, I'm, I'm actually just being as generic as I possibly can. Like, (laughs) you cannot have a problem with this. This is baseball. Exactly. There's no crying in baseball. Maybe not, not even like insults, not, not even taunts. Just literally yell out baseball movie quotes. Like, and, and, and actually do nothing else. So if somebody even gets on to you, just have quotes ready for them too. 
they didn't even have like a little like noisemaker thing where it just plays them off, like plays the actual quote from the movie, like the, the, the sound from the movie. All right. I mean, this this sounds good. It starts to sound like a good time, doesn't it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll try to go to that. I don't know. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, while we're on other sports, what's next? Uh, softball that lost to Kennesaw State. Happened. Um, we're uh, number. I must have gotten this wrong. Oh yeah, we're, we're last place in conference, um, just behind the trash down south. They're playing at Monroe uh, this weekend, so hopefully, can get stuff going over there. Um, that that program's just having some problems right now. Uh, talk about beach volleyball. Talk about men's tennis. Uh, men's golf had their championship this weekend, and it's still going on actually. But I think as of today, we are officially out of the championship uh, rounds or whatever. I think that the top four teams make it to play tomorrow. So, um, yeah, that's other sports. Cool. We're done with that. <laughs> Want to do football now? We can do football. We can do football can do there because there actually is a little bit of football to talk about and nothing that really happened, so to speak. But uh, the College Football News website put out their 2021 preview and they have what, like five pages of things to talk about Georgia State. I'm assuming they're probably doing five pages for everybody. I thought it was quite good, too. I was pretty excited to read all of it, and I thought it it invoked a lot of thought in, in what I was thinking about the, the program and um, did not include a, a ton of stats, um, which was nice. Right. Yeah, a few numbers are here and there, but uh, what, I, what I liked about <laughs> it was it was very, very uh, overall positive. Very, well, very pumping up the program. And like, you know, I think they even they end the thing saying that uh, Georgia State should be putting on the best program they or best team they've had. They say since joining FBS. And I'm like, just go ahead and say ever. Yeah. <laughs> what, we're not going to be the, the best FBS team already is still better than any FCS team we had. Exactly. So. That, that first year we uh, went, what? six and six or something <laughs> still better still better but but um I, you know we had drew little taking snaps in her center right now this team could take it to the next level <laughs> <laughs> um or what cracked me up was uh or, or what i what i thought was was funny um was the end where they said we, we're gonna have the best team we've basically ever had but the schedule which is what you always harp on. And I was like, oh, great. Here it comes. David's <laughs> going to talk about the dang schedule. I did save it to the end because their article had it at the end. But yeah, talk about the schedule. Yeah, well, yeah. you brought up the end first, so I'm just at, going there. I hear you. I hear you. You did it. I'm just following you, buddy. After all the positive things they said about it, we'll get into those. Uh, yeah, they said that uh, best team we put on the field and they're predicting our season win total at six. Six and six. There was an interesting thing about that, though. They list the teams like that are going to be difficult. The games are difficult. They say, you know, we're on the road at UNC, uh, Auburn, Coastal, Lafayette, the Trash Down South. They actually said that Trash Down South. I was actually in there. I didn't say anything else. <laughs> I thought it was weird, but I just accepted it. Yeah. Exactly. They, they, they finally picked up a college football news listens to us. They know what they the, knew it, yeah. the school is. Uh, the, oh, sorry. Sorry. I said school. I mean, the, the post high school education center. <laughs> Um, then they list um, uh, our home games of Archie State, Troy, and Army. They did not list Appalachian State as a hard game in there. No, a- but they also listed that as the key win, as they- like a key game for us that will be like season defining for us. 
And of course, that is the first game we play, not only after Auburn, but coming out of our out of conference schedule altogether. So, yeah, yeah, uh, we talked about this a little bit before, but uh, offline uh, or I guess online, but not on the show. Uh, I I'm ready to guarantee 128 days out from uh, football starting. I'm ready to guarantee that we win. We beat average here. Ooh, all right. It happens. I think so. All right. I mean, I'll, I'll count it, but I'm not putting any money on that. Oh no, I'm not putting money on it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not putting anything on. I'm not even staking my. I'm not. I'm not even gonna say anything about it. Yeah, well, I don't know anything you, about it. You say it eight days later. Now, when we get into the season starting, I'll be you know sweating. No, 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 no. You locked in. You're locked. No, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. We're beating. Yeah, them. I, I, yeah it doesn't I'm matter. They could be undefeated. We could be zero and whatever, and you're locked in. You think we're gonna beat them? Yeah, we're gonna beat them. Oh, I will. I'll, I'll give the, the caveat of. No, if we're healthy, no. if we're healthy, like, like if quad goes down in the Auburn game, no, like, no but we like just like throws for eight touchdowns. And we, and we you locked yourself in. You did it. You called it. You said a hundred and whatever days early. That means all that other stuff that could happen between now and a hundred and whatever days you locked in, man, you're, you're in. Yeah. All right. As long as there's no injuries. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, David, so so the good news is I won't remember this. <laughs> that is the good news. <laughs> uh, the, the articles also started off very flattering of Quad, uh, which I think is very well-deserving. And they made a, a good point in there that um, a, as great as he was this past season, he kind of got overlooked just because the quality of quarterback play in the conference overall was really good. And, yep. uh, you know, he had you know, some – some bad uh, turnovers and interceptions that to work on, but that was like the only negative thing out there was just, you know, work on the accuracy of throwing the ball. Well, and he, and he was a freshman, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, he's not going to be super accurate, but they, they talked about that too. Uh, the thing they didn't talk about that I thought was, um, you know, kind of comparable is, you know, you, you got like a Matthew Stafford Megatron type situation where he doesn't have to be very accurate when he's throwing at Sam Pink- Pinkney. Yeah. Like you just kind of throw it in his general vicinity and, and, and most 50, 50 balls are, are actually more like 75, 25 going his way. Right. And so you do it. Right. I mean, like, why not just toss it up and like hope Sam picks it up. And I, 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 I think that's totally valid. Uh, and, and they also talked about like, despite our turnovers, uh, they didn't actually have a ton of effect on any of our games. Like we won a bunch of games where our turnover margin was not great. So yeah, it wasn't like, the, three games where we turned the ball over like on like an opening play and he gets yeah. one back for a touchdown, like like 15 seconds of the game we're down uh, yeah. by six. So they, they like sort of were like, this is an important stat for him, but also like it wasn't that important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like we got to find some criticism. So this is the criticism. Yeah. Which this is, is cool. Yeah. And hopefully he gets better at it, that he's, he is actually just getting more accurate and not just tossing it to his like, you know, comfortable person person. Uh, but in the article, they talked about how like our wide receiver core is pretty deep and talented. And so it's like, he's going to have plenty of weapons to throw it to uh, all top 10, uh, the top 10 receivers across the board last year are all back. So, yeah. I mean, which 10 receivers is, is a lot, but yeah, I think that this offense is going to be the best we've ever seen by far. Like at this point going in 120 days out, I'm saying when you go to Vegas, take the over on Georgia state, they're going to score. Yeah. They're going to score a lot of points this season. Yeah. 
The, I, and you know what? Uh, they, they talked about the running game a, a little bit too and how uh, it, uh, on the first page it says Quad doesn't have to do everything because he's got people behind him who can run. And uh, totally agree, and I'm excited to see that happen. Um, it's just we have such a dynamic offense. And then the, the other thing they did was they talked about key players, and I think the second key player, like best player on the team, was an offensive lineman, an offensive guard. And I just loved seeing that. Right. Uh, because I think that open that opens up things more than having competent running backs and, and wide receivers. Uh, having a, a very good offensive line is key. So having somebody who's one of the top tier offensive linemen is is, is going to be great for us. Yeah, because it was like quad and then uh, that's in coach, you know, offensive lineman, then you are tight end, Roger Carver. Uh, excuse me, uh, came in there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Someone, someone on the line. The line is the most important thing on the offense, really. You know, if you can give a quarterback time, you can open up holes, you, you can do that. I mean, and Coach Elliott, that's that's his gig, right? He's an offensive lineman. Right. Shamarius Gilmore is, yeah, is yeah, the offensive guard. And then um, I, I also was giving credit to Roger Carter because uh, tight end typically is doing a lot of blocking and not a lot of catching. So Right, right, right. Yeah, Although you know, Carter Carter's got pretty sticky fingers, so yeah, I I cannot agree with you more. It's going to be a very very uh, dynamic offense, and I look forward to it. And why does it be 128 days away? I want to go watch games now. Yeah. <laughs> now on defense, uh, that's where I was concerned because we had um, we 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 actually had a, a ton of sacks, and it turns yeah. out that Strahan was a ton of them. This author was actually watching the same Georgia State defense that we watched last season because he's actually was pretty complimentary of the defense as well. And specifically the secondary, which I was like, really? Because I feel like people threw the ball all over us. Like with the last couple of games, the, this, the defense got better there at the end of the season. But I felt like they were throwing all over us all season well you got to remember that the rules are all geared towards allowing wide receivers to catch the ball and not letting the defensive side of the ball do a whole lot so all across uh the con all across the ncaa you're going to see a lot of defenses getting thrown all over because that's the way the rules are yeah so i mean i I, you know i don't know how it compared but maybe we compared favorably because they they did say that we had one of the best uh secondary players in what quay somebody I don't know. Uh, I'm, bad. I'm bad at this kind of stuff, man. White. Yeah, I think that was the name. And it said he was probably one of the better um, secondary players. In, yeah, I think in wasn't he listed as like the, the key defensive player. Um, yeah, on the, on the team. Yeah, yeah, and like it just really surprised me reading the defensive side. I agreed. It, reading the offensive side, I'm like, I agree. I agree. Quads awesome. Coach is awesome. Like this is going to be awesome. We're going to score so many points. And the defense, I'm like, oh, here we go. And then he's like talking about how. Uh, I, I, there was no numbers here, but he said we actually led the nation in getting to the quarterback with uh, sacks and tackles for losses. And granted, that's when we had uh, Jordan. Uh, that's Jordan Strahan, yeah. And, and which is gone now, but uh, still. But but yeah, he he still listed a linebacker who came in uh, as a key player. The transfer that we had from uh, I, I forget where, uh, but. Wait for uh, yeah, Wake Forest, who actually had a pretty good season at Wake Forest. So I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't actually know the story there why we got the, why we got him, but uh, it sounds like he was pretty good. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. So this this guy, I don't know who he was. I, I guess I probably should looked at who the author was and, or something. But yeah, he it was pretty common. Have it up, Pete. You tap. I did like. I, I like it whenever there's a little dig in there, especially when it's somebody that's not like a Georgia State fan or whatever, and they can they still find a way 
to put a dig in at the trash down south just because it, it makes sense. It's not they don't know they're giving them a dig. They're just, you know, talking about facts and what really happened. And they talked about our um the strength of the defense last year was uh the rush defense and how that should be the strength of the defense again this year. And they mentioned that uh Georgia Southern in a loss, Georgia Southern puts up 300 yards. And he said, but it's Georgia Southern. That's just what they do. <laughs> yeah. And, and the funny thing as I'm reading this, I'm like, I, I'm reading this and I, I'm reading it in a, like a, a negative, like, ha ha, look at Southern. They're stupid. They're, a, a, you know, a single, you know, uh, play uh, offense. And I'm like thinking these Southern fans are probably reading that going, that's right. That's what we do. Absolutely. We run the yeah. ball. And that's all we do. That's yeah. You also lose to us. Exactly. More, more than more often than you don't. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if you run on us because it, it takes you too long and we just score anyway. We're it's all good, man. You do talking, you guys, you do you. I was talking to a uh, friend of mine who is actually a Southern alum and I forget how the conversation came up, but we were talking about somebody else. That's a Georgia state fan. He's like, yeah, I just, uh, ask him how it feels to lose 61 to 34 inside of your, you know, your home field, whatever. And I was like, how about you tell me how it feels to have a losing record at Georgia State? Like you're one of, you're one of the only teams that has a losing record at Georgia State. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Even in like the FCS ranks. <laughs> I think it's like I, I think it's Southern and um, South Alabama, right? Are the only teams. It's, 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 it's something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been pretty historically terrible, and uh, yet we still seem to pull it out more often than not. Not seem to. We do. Whoa. Keep in what? your pants there. I get excited. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, also, we've uh, got our intern, John Weaver, Campbell. We have a winning record against Campbell. So I want to put a, I want to put a caveat on there that yes, uh, winning record against teams. We've played more than once. I haven't, we played Campbell twice. I think, haven't we? No, I might just be making that up. I have no idea, man. I drink a lot and drink four games. I have said this before on here, I'm sure, but I'm going to say it again. I watched that Campbell game on their streaming service on their website. And I mean, it wasn't that long ago. The internet was better than this back then, but I had a 55 inch TV and it was basically like a 12 inch square on my big screen TV. That's all I could get. On the TV. You could barely see anything. Well, that was the director's choice. That's how it was meant to be watched. Uh, just saying, so you no, know, so they did not do the widescreen, but the, the that, that was the, the Snyder cut, the Snyder yeah. cut of the third stage. <laughs> John did also confirm that we have played Campbell twice. All right. Okay. We'll see. That's what John. Yeah. Okay. So Campbell Southern and I think South Alabama are the teams we probably have. It's 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 something crazy like that, yeah. Well, you know, those first few years when we were the FCS, I mean, we didn't play a lot of the same teams twice, right? Like, or out of conference, and then we just lost to everybody in conference. So, it it almost makes it sweeter though. It's it's like um it's it's like I'm sort of glad that we lost a bunch just so we can rub it in the trash down South's face that like yeah like we we might be losers but like we beat you. Yeah, I'd rather win. I'd I hear win. what you're saying, but I would much rather have won a lot of games and beaten them. But look, I'm finding the niceness in the loss, the losses. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was the great thing about it. They talk about how horrible we are, and then we just get to say, like, we, yeah, we're so horrible that we own the record over you. Yeah, there's only like three teams lower than us, and you're one of them. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, enough about them. Uh, 
So obviously uh, North Carolina is the biggest competition we're going to have this year. Uh, and if you're a betting person, we're going to talk about that. You, you put money on on UNC. But I think that we're, we're going to give these guys a scare. Are you locked in? Are you locked in? Win, at, win. At minimum, we're giving these guys a scare. That's yeah, you think so? At, at minimum, we give these guys a scare. Or it, and it may be like we've done our, our P5 history of the past where – we're either tied or leading or keeping it close in the first half. And maybe we like fall a, apart. Yeah, first half scare. But I, I think that uh, the way this team is and having just played, having just beaten Army at home going up there, uh, I think that we're going to, they're going to overlook us a little bit. They're going to overlook us just a little bit. And it's, I don't know who they have before us, but I'm going to say this is probably a trap game for them because they probably have some, you know, bigger, more well known opponent in week three. But yeah, I think that they're going to overlook us a little bit. I think we give them a little bit of a scare. If not, do a Tennessee 2.0 right up there. Yeah, I'll take it. They don't make the right adjustments at the half because their coaching sucks. Whatever, man, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, Matt Brown is historically a bad head coach. <clears throat> well, he's gotten fired from places, right? Yeah, one of the best programs in all of football. Ah, Texas isn't that good. Not, not because of him. <laughs> After him, he's not. <laughs> well, he ruined that program. Yeah, yeah, he's a, well. He did well at UNC before, and he's looks like he's doing well at UNC again. But uh, I uh, was looking at uh, I, I didn't book it, but I, I I'm going to UNC. I'm gonna that. Yeah, you're going. I'm going. All right. Uh, also, when my wife hears this episode, uh, it, that may change. But I'm <laughs> locked in. I'm locked in that I'm going. Yeah, right on. You can tell her that when she says I can't go, you can say no. He he's locked in. He's got to go. He's locked in. He he's said locked it. In. Locked in. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to do? Make us lose? Why would I make us lose? No, no, her. Oh, exactly. I'm not letting you go. <laughs> uh, there was a fun fun stats. That was like the last little thing they had. I think it was the last thing they had on the article, the college football news article. Was um, you know, uh, well, one was actually pretty good. It was uh, we were we had thirty five sacks for 213 yards, whereas our opponents had 12 sacks for 71, which that, that disparity is just huge. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But then the next two stats really are defining of all Atlanta teams. First half scoring, uh, we had 189 points and our opponents had 148. So we lead that. But then second half, uh, we would have 141 points to opponents 163. I'm like, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's they don't realize how fun that is considering we're an Atlanta team. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah. Most Atlanta thing ever is just uh, not scoring late in games. So. Fine, fine. Yeah, um, yeah. That's all I got on that. I think. All right, that's all I got on that. I think uh, there was one thing that I just saw before we started. We came on here tonight, and it's not that big of news, but uh, with basketball, just to go ahead and round out all the sports that are going on, or. We talk about uh, they the Sunbelt announced what the conference schedule is going to be uh, for the tournament this following yeah. year. And basically it's uh, similar to what it was this past year with the championship game being played on Monday before the selection Sunday, which I thought the reason why they did that this past year was because of uh, COVID concerns that they had to move back the tournament. There was, right. a, there was an additional weekend to play the game, but no, they're doing the same thing. So yeah, a Monday night championship, which I know you know, Tim went down there. I thought he was, you meant less than a week before selection Sunday. You mean you mean like a week and some and and like six days? I mean six days. Six days you before mean six selection. days. So less than a week. Yes, less than a week. But you know, before we had been playing on selection Sunday. Like we do a noon game on selection Sunday. Or, oh yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So 
anyhow, I was surprised to see that they were going to keep that going on. But an interesting thing is that little tiny uh, gym they played some of the games in, they're not playing there this season. They're going to play everything in the one arena, but they're going to alternate days. Um, uh, the tournament will the, the tournaments, men's and women's, will start on a Wednesday. Women play on Wednesday. Men play on Thursday. Women play on Friday. Men play on uh, Saturday. And then they both play their final games on Sunday and Monday. So if you go down there, um, it won't be back-to-back-to-back men's games or back-to-back-to-back women's games. Do you uh, think they're just trying to encourage people to go to the women's games? Is that yeah. – yeah. Well I, well, I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to get out of that tiny little gym they were playing in where people, people had to climb up the rafters to get to their seats and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I think I think it is an encouragement. And, you know, honestly, being down there in uh, Pensacola, having a day off between games just gives you another chance to party it up and have a good time. Go see – go watch the women's game. So, right on. Yeah, yeah. All tw- uh, and all 12 teams. All 12 teams will be competing again. So Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, that's all I got for this week. Uh, we got close to just right at forty minutes without. Uh, this is good timing. This is not ten chimed in. So I'm gonna I, these extra four or five minutes that we're going over forty. I'm I'm gonna uh, accuse uh, Tim of of doing that. We'll just and we'll just kick Tim off now because we can, we can do forty five minutes. That's probably a nice tighter podcast. We'll just kick <laughs> kick Tim off. <laughs> just kidding, Tim. <laughs> just kidding. All right, uh, I do. I've. Uh, one thing I'll talk about last call for sure, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll you know, do that then. Oh, uh, promo code for uh, for um, free shipping this week. If you want to do uh, blue, I couldn't think of anything that made sense. I would have done I would have done locked in if I uh, I, I know what the episode had entailed beforehand. Hey, name of the episode though. I already have it written down. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so blue for free shipping on merch.stateofatlanta.com for all of our stuff. Uh, we're going to head over and do Last Call. We'll drink some more and talk a little bit more Georgia State and about um, this little baseball thing I saw today. And, uh, yeah, uh, Last Call is free on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash stateofatlanta. If you join for three bucks a month, you get access to that early as well as access to our uh, group chat, discounts on our merch store, and um, whatever else I decide to up with so yeah anyhow thanks everybody for uh for watching for listening bye y'all that's it for us this week thank you for listening please follow us on twitter at state of atlanta or on facebook at facebook.com slash state of atlanta and if you enjoy what you're listening to please rate and review us on your podcast app thank you very much and go panthers